Do you like surprises? I know that's kind of a loaded question because some are all right and some maybe not be so good. But let me tell you about one. When my mom turned 70, and that's like over 20 years ago, but when she turned 70, my brother and sister-in-law and I decided to organize a 70th birthday party for her, and of course it was going to be a surprise. Mom was still living in Mason City, and I tell you what, it was a little exercise to try to organize this surprise party so that she would be surprised. So I had to devise ways of getting her address books, and I can't remember exactly what story I told her in order to get them, so I could find all of these names and addresses of people to invite to her surprise birthday party. Then there was organizing at Mason City so that her friends, because she was, she was a church lady, and so one of her friends could have just said, oh, we're getting ready for your party. What party? So we had to kind of try to organize that. And then on the day of her birthday was the party itself. And, and so we're going to take her out for her birthday. That's good. Everybody's home for Grandma's 70th birthday. But then, how do we get her to the church social hall without raising suspicions? She started to ask questions. Oh, Mom, we just have a meeting, don't we, or something there. You're a Eucharistic minister. Aren't you supposed to go and check in? Try to do everything to kind of convince her that she had to go to the church basement. Well, she went along with us, and things were going okay until... My niece, who was young, who was already in the church basement, decided to go around the church door there that went into the basement to see if Grandma was coming. And guess what? Grandma's going, what? What's Aaron doing there? And by that time, it's like, oh, well, we got this far. And so in we went, and surprise! And I think she was surprised. At least I hope she was. And it was a, it was a great celebration. But life has some surprises, right? Some of them are great, like a birthday party. Some of them, we just rather not be surprised. But here's why I'm talking in this way today. One way that I read the scripture readings, not the only way, but one way I read the scripture readings this weekend was in terms of how God surprises. And this is what I mean. Think about, for example, John the Baptist. Okay, John the Baptist was conceived by elderly parents whose mother was barren. Surprise, Elizabeth, you're pregnant with John the Baptist. Then he went out, as you know, he went out into the desert, and he spent a long time in the desert, being purified and getting ready for the mission that God had for him. And then he comes out of the desert, and he's wearing this, this kind of funky clothes, that camel hair. He had a weird diet, locusts and honey. And he basically was haranguing and being very pointed with people to say, you've got to repent you got to believe, I'm here to tell you that the Messiah is on the way. Well, surprise. What kind of a guy is he anyway? I mean, who's going to accept a message from somebody wearing camel hair, pausing to have a little honey and a wild locust every once in a while, a bug, and then he's telling you to shape up? But that's exactly what he was about, and that was exactly God's call. All right, now, the second reading. Think about St. Paul. We had the, the beginning of the reading today that of St. Paul, one of St. Paul's letters. And Paul called himself an apostle, which was right, which is absolutely correct. He was sent forth by Jesus, by God, to proclaim Christ. But remember what Paul was like 
at least at the beginning. He was a very faithful Jew. He was a very strict Pharisee. And he was ready to eliminate every last Christian. He was breathing fire against the believers in God. Then he was on the way to Damascus. Jesus appeared to him. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That was it. His life reversed just like that, a snap of a finger. And he became a believer in Jesus because he saw the Christ and heard the call of Jesus. Surprise! I wonder if he was surprised, quite frankly. And then the people who knew him and they're hearing, what is going on here? What's this all about? What's, what, what happened to him? And then the people who knew he was persecuting, surprise, I'm here to support you and to proclaim Christ Jesus. In fact, I'm not only here, but I'm going to whip you into shape so that you always are, are following Jesus. There's another surprise. Here's the last one I want to share with you. It's about John the Baptist calling Jesus the Lamb of God. Have you ever thought that a lamb could ever save you? Have you been to like a sheep farm and, and watch sheep? I mean, they, they bay a lot, right? And they follow each other along and they need somebody to lead and guide them. Who would have ever thought that the Son of God would be called the lamb? Lambs are to be slaughtered for food. They shed their blood. In Jesus' day, all that happened, and they were sacrificed for the forgiveness of sins. What? Jesus is a lamb? I mean, people were expecting the Messiah, Jesus, to be the strong general, this mighty leader who would take care of the Romans and, and go forth and make the kingdom of Israel all over again. And here he is, a lamb, slain for the forgiveness of sins. And then the book of Revelation described him as the victorious lamb who led the army of the angels and saints and who executed the Father's will and died for people's sins so that they could be saved. I mean, Jesus, a lamb, Jesus of Nazareth from that podunk back city, he's the savior of the world, the Messiah. Yes, he is. Surprise! God has and has had lots of surprises for his people. Okay, how are we going to apply this to our own lives? Well, I'm going to start with myself because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the scripture or the Mass today, the scripture readings were talking about call, God calling us. Okay, so I'm kind of surprised, really, that. I'm a priest standing up here before you. Not because I didn't think God was calling me to be a priest. He, he, I think he was, from a very, for me, from a very young age. But I'm, I'm a guy who was pretty shy. I was in school, I can tell you that. I wasn't the leader out there. I wasn't elected to all these different kind of positions. It'd be a miracle if I was. And, you know, I like macaroni and cheese. Uh, Cheetos, of course. I mean, that's a, an acquired taste, but I sure do like them. And my idea of a night out would have been, oh, being with friends, but maybe going to the bowling alley and going to Bird's All's ice cream store. That's, that's, that's it. You know, come from a very middle-class family, and some people would say, we were boring. Okay, so we were boring. So then I go to seminary, and I end up in Rome. I never expected that. Surprise! And I meet... My favorite saint, John Paul II, when he was pope, that was a big surprise. 
to go to universities and meet all kinds of people, have classmates from all over the world, another surprise, and to see some of the greatest artwork and architecture that Christianity presented in Europe, that was another surprise. I mean, I didn't expect that when I was sitting in my fourth grade classroom, I can tell you that. Surprise. And then being ordained a priest, I just want to share a couple things here. One is, I never thought that when I had a youth group, when I was a newly ordained priest, that one of the members would be an NFL-celebrated football player. If you want to know who he was, I'll tell you after Mass. I'll just keep you thinking about that. It might be a surprise to you. Or that the most effective way, seriously, the most effective way to be a minister, to be a priest, is besides prayerfulness, is to get out of the way of God. Now, you think that would be kind of something you'd assume that would happen, but it's, it's an insight that I had to have. The times that I am not in God's way, you know, out there kind of, oh, I'm doing great, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. The times that I'm out of God's way is the most powerful times that God works through me. Surprise! It doesn't have to be about all the things that I do, all the things that I say, but rather that I surrender myself to God and then do and say. And that makes a lot of difference. And whether or not you've known that I've been doing that or God's been working in that way with me, you do come and tell me that. And I'm not in those words that I just expressed, but it reminds me of that a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. i got to get out of God's way. If I just get out of his way, then, then I'll be the instrument that he wants me to be. And there can be stories upon stories upon stories. Okay. God surprises us. Now, how about, how about you? I kind of started to meld the call of God and surprise together. And, and I realize that I'm speaking, thanks be to God, to a wide range of ages here tonight. Praise God for that. So for our young'uns in the assembly, I would say this, per these scripture readings that we heard tonight, please don't have to think that you have to have your whole lives worked out especially by the sixth grade. Rather, how about if you take your lives and you present them to the Lord and say, God, what would you like me to do with my life? First and foremost, God, what would you like me to do with my life? And pray about it and think about it and be open to what God might have to say. Lord God, are you calling me to be a priest? Are you calling me to be a religious sister? Are you calling me to be a religious brother? Are you calling me maybe one day to be married? Are you calling me to be a dedicated single person? Are you maybe calling me to be a permanent deacon? What are you calling me to do, Lord? How can I, how can I, Lord, dedicate my life to you? Now that's contrary to kind of the secular thought of, well, get your life in order so that you can make a lot of money. That, that's contrary. Now, do go to school. Do study. Do prepare yourself and, and participate in, in the, your religious faith, our faith of Catholicism. But be open to the call 
You might be somebody who's sitting in a shy kid in a fourth grade classroom liking macaroni and cheese and going and eat, eating ice cream. And all of a sudden, God says, this is what I'd like you to do. Be open. Because you know what? God may just surprise you as far as what he's asking you to do. But that surprise is going to be perfect because it comes from God and it says, this is the mission of life, your life, that I have for you as a faithful Catholic Christian who's following me. Well, what about the rest of us? We're not all so young, as I just described. But God has surprises in store, I'm going to say, with some confidence, because I've seen it in my life and some of yours. God has some surprises in your lives even now. Many of you have answered the call, your vocational call, thanks be to God, that the Lord has given to you. But, you know, that fundamental call for all of us to be a follower of Jesus never goes away. And hopefully it just deepens and becomes stronger in our lives as we continue to live our lives. And God will be speaking to you in terms of how he desires you to share your faith, to practice your faith, to express your faith. And God will be calling you and does call you and me to a trust and a deeper trust in him as we make our pilgrimage through our lives and we encounter all of the things that we do and have been encountering, especially within the past few years in our lives. And if we're open to what God is going to say to us, sometimes he's going to say, yeah, keep on going. You're doing great. Keep on going. You're fine. Other times he's going to say, well, what about this? Or what about that? What about that person over there? I need you to, to talk with or to, to do some things with that person over there. Or, 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 or this person here who might be suffering right now or who might have some difficulty. You know what? I might be asking you to get a little bit more involved in the parish or to take your faith a little bit more seriously or to speak out about this or to do that. God keeps on calling. He keeps on encouraging. And sometimes we're going to be surprised as far as what God is saying to us. And the surprise won't be bad. It might be challenging. It might be a little, who, me? Which is okay. But he keeps calling. And he keeps drawing us unto himself. So he's not done with you. He's not finished until you meet him in glory. And then it starts marvelously again as you're one with him and Christ around the throne of the Lamb, praising and worshiping God. You know, life isn't all a drudgery, certainly. Life isn't always thrilling. But I think that for a follower of Christ, life can be very surprising because we find ourselves going in a way that we had not anticipated for ourselves. And it doesn't have to happen once. It may happen many times in our lives. 
as we live in this world, are good stewards of our lives, giving back what God has given to us. So in that way, I hope you like surprises. Because God isn't finished with any of us yet.